like a hanker for a hunk of cheese, but on crack. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for another exciting NPC episode of Between Two Butts, the podcast that lets nothing slip between the cracks. I'm Jay Tilly, and I'm live in the man cave in Manassas, Virginia. With me, as per usual, is my gal pal from the DMV theater scene. She's the lady butt stuff to my Captain Butthurt. She's that Gemini who's a little sweet and a little catty. And unlike this podcast, she sometimes lets minor little things slip through the cracks, like having her laptop and her headphones to record. She is Becca Harney. Many meows and fuck you, Tilly. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) That's our friendship for our new listeners rolled up into one phrase fuck you tilly <laughs> perfect but you say it with a heart right it's like that the, the, the you in fuck is like a heart i really try to i i right. honestly i try my best you know it's all love it's yeah, all love it's here. all love but the, the good news is that you see you forgot the, your laptop i you're did at, you're at brian's your fiance you, you don't have your headphones but the pc they hooked you up with so it's not a politically correct episode just for the record <laughs> No, <laughs> it's not PC. politically correct here at all. Normally, normally I have my laptop and headphones, but I was in such a rush leaving my parents' house yesterday to head Yo. over here. Luckily, his dad has a computer, and so we were, and and it's got a mic built in, which is great. So. Which is nice. You sound good. I'm reading you five by five, and thanks to I think Thank not only you. Brian but his brother, right? They helped. Yes, his brother hooked me this. up with the uh, with getting me set up with a computer and a webcam. So so we owe this episode all to them. And for those of you who are joining us again on our little program, thanks so much for continuing to listen. We love you guys. For those of you who are new, welcome to our little show here. Uh, Becca and myself, we love doing things that, that make us feel super special. We love talking about uh, theater, cosplay, improv, and so much more things that we do here in the D.C. area. But at the end of the day, it comes down to things like Fuck You Tilly. It comes down to yep. naughty things, juvenile things. It comes down to butts, 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 and more butts. And stuck in the middle of all that madness is our glorious, mm. our fantabulous, our beautiful I will say that he is beautiful producer Aww. and editor inside and out. He's also known lovely as the Godfather, the professor, the rest in Virginia treat, the master of old time on the W and O D trail. He's a Rover wanderer, nomad, vagabond, call him what you will. He's the Levi man. He, he belongs in one of those commercials with like a, like a drag up in the mountains there, chopping oh wood. God. And he's a comic strip dude. He loves talking about comics. So he's our stripper. He is Mr. Tice rust. And if you're really daring, he is heist rust because high, H-E-I-S is the name of a lunar impact crater. And let's face it, Becca, Tice always has a huge and powerful impact on anything he gets involved in. Aww. Oh, wow. Yeah. How do you, how are you handling that, Tice? uh, Gravity. It's all gravity (laughs) with me, I think. It's all gravity. It's gravity with all of us. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, gravity. You're uh, you're certainly pulling out all the stops with Uh, buttering me up today, Jay. I know. I, what, yeah. is he, what, what do you want, Jay? Why do what I have to want something? Tilly? Can't I just be 
a wonderful human being. No, okay, wait, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull an old school uh, and and bring back an old episode. What do you want out of this conversation, right? Now? <laughs> Why are you contacting me? Right. What's this about? Right. What's, I, yeah. what's the What's the objective? Thanks for Thanks for remembering that. I actually had that okay. happen the other day where someone just. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think it's anyone you guys know, but it, it was actually a friend from back home that just messaged me, Hey, Jay, that was it. And I'm like, No, did oh, they want to the sell you leggings? No. Yeah, <laughs> Boy, I need an objective. <laughs> then I had another conversation where, again, we, we had two or three exchanges. I'm like, Okay, I'm, I'm good now. It yeah. was nice standing with you, like partly because I'm at work. You know, I'm in the call center environment, partly because I have other things to think about and do. And this has been nice. But yeah. now we're going to move on. <laughs> but now I must bid you a fucking do. Right. <laughs> so, no, I, I genuinely love my closest friends and colleagues, and that includes the two of you. So I want to sing your praises. That's just the, the kind of person I try to be. You didn't uh, if- sing them. I mean, I could, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite warmed up yet though. It's, so. it's still early. <laughs> still early. I could do the Catholic uh, cantering thing. Cause I used to canter uh, at mass uh, when I was young. Oh my God. And I used to love, um, you, you, you have the one phrase that has the one note that you just keep singing and singing and singing and singing. And then you get to another thing and the notes go up a little bit. Yeah. And then you finish the phrase and it's all about Jesus. And then everyone's like, Amen. Yes, it's I hate Amen. that. Amen. <laughs> I hate that so much. Tice Russ is our glorious producer and editor. He's also the godfather, the professor, the rest of Virginia Treat, the master of all timey on the WNOD trail. Oh He's a God. rover, wanderer, no man, vagabond, call him what you will. The Levi men stripper. He's also Heist Rust. It's the name of a lunar impact creator because he has a powerful impact on anything he gets involved in oh man thank you i'm going to cut out (laughs) i'm going to cut out the first one and just leave that second one in okay (laughs) that's fair that sounds pretty good that's that's fair well, you know what's uh, funny, guys, is normally uh, Jay is the one that has a video for you guys to watch. Like, I want you guys to watch a video and then let's react to it. But that's not my thing today. Today, that's you, Becca, right? You that's have a, me. A video for us yeah, to watch. This, Becca, you're I'm... the last one because I've done this before, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Is this I'm... your first one? This might be my first video. Well, maybe not. Maybe not for your set. I, I know you've mentioned a couple of things that we've looked up, like like Nanorpus recently, yes. which is a lot of fun. I'm um, so glad you. But that. I think this is the first time your official segment. Yes, is, is a video reaction. So I'm really, so, I'm really excited about this. So, um, get, can you give us a segue and then uh, take us there? Um, y'all minds are about to be fucking blown. Let's just put it that way. Um, there's yeah. my segment change. Welcome um, to the vi- the Blockbuster Video Club, Becca. And you're the oh, last one to join. Yeah. I love, <laughs> oh man, that was such a good day. I'll, I could go off on a tangent. Friday night, Saturday night, you're going to the movie store and you just, you're super excited to rent a video um, yeah. or DVDs when those came around. Um, so now, Becca, is this like a special? Is this like a health video? Uh, no, this is a learning like, video. I'm, I'm the lung or I'm the brain. It's, or, it's a learning video. Is it a health class video? No. Like what's happening um, to my body? 
No. So it's for children. Not really. So you'll slowly learn that it's, it's called, um, some people who are, uh, listening to the podcast right now may recognize it. Uh, I didn't realize it until I came across, uh, the react channel. I think it's fine. Brothers entertainment is where I first saw it. Uh, they have a YouTube channel and it's all about like YouTubers, teenagers, college students, adults, even older people will react to different videos on YouTube or online. And one of them is, um, uh, they had them react to this a couple years ago. I mean, it was in 2013, but I saw it for the first time a few years ago. So it's called don't hug me. I'm scared. And there's a six part series. So this will be a series. Um, but let me just like, it's about three minutes and 24 seconds. So it's just like my greatest things on the interweb series. Enjoy. Um, and I can't wait to see y'all's reactions. I just love that we have like different series. Like Ty says this comic series. I have the series and now you've got this. Yeah, so enjoy, guys. Cool. All right. Hmm. We're seeing like rooms, things on shelves. Mm -hmm. It's very quiet. Oh, hostess. Oh. What's your favorite idea? Mine is being creative. How do you get the idea? I just tried to think creatively. Now when you look at this orange, tell me please, what do you see? It's just a boring old orange. Maybe to you, but not to me. I see a silly face, walking along and smiling at me. I don't see what you mean. Cause you're not thinking creatively. So take a look at my hair. I use my hair to express myself. Now let's all agree to never be creative again. You're welcome. Wait, it's oh. 
20 it seconds just, left. It just does the like credits and then it goes black. For, for a it's moment there, Becca. It got very metal for a second there. Yeah. I like it. Oh, and they only get worse. From, oh, I'm uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> wow. That, that changes everything I've seen up until now, the way that ended. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. I need to go back and just review oh, some of what I saw there. So much analysis that people have taken with this video. Cause there are there's clearly a meaning into this. Yeah. Um, and so um can, can you well they, they did get big. They were they were at least smaller at first. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, like yeah. they're Muppets and then they're full. They're full body, full body suits, yeah. but full body puppets. For our listeners, we'll, we'll definitely provide a, a link for this so you can see yes. the video yourself. But, but Becca, can you kind of describe it, but also give yeah, us a little the, bit of the for history? Those listeners who can't be bothered to look at the link, right? I, think, I know. I, I want to. I definitely want to hear Becca's analysis, but I want to hear. Can you give us a little history of who does this and where it came from? Oh, so this is by. Um, hold on, I wrote it because this is all new to me. I'm really fascinated by this, and thanks for sharing. Oh, you're so welcome. So it's created there's, by a group. There's called... so many knives in that room now that I. <laughs> I mean, they're oh, they're wow, puppet I knives. I never noticed. They're soft, but yet they look deadly. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So they were created um, by British filmmakers Becky Sloan and Joseph Pelling. And it consists of six episodes released from July 29th, 20, uh, 2011 to June 19th, 2016. They so were now does the June, June 19th, yeah, now does the June 19th date make sense? Um, mm. So it's definitely, uh, <laughs> and the artist's website, um, through their website, YouTube and Vimeo, if you remember that. And it says the series yep. combines segments in live action, puppetry, traditional animation, flash animation, and computer animation. So this was a lot like back in 2011 for them to do this puppetry and CGI and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really so, Because everything looks like until they go into the animated part, their yeah. listeners will see it's everything like, like the knives, the refrigerator, like the, furniture it, it's all like that's it looks soft and puppetry it's felt. yeah it's felt. It's, felt yeah it's and, very um yeah it's very so a lot of people weren't sure how to take the video it looks like a very experimental college film um do you know what this reminds me of if you've hmm. ever done any like strindberg like for for plays like like no or, or or it's it's kind of like if you took puppetry and animation and mixed it with a little Strindberg, a little Chekhov, yeah. a little Ibsen. Like it's very existential. Yeah. Yes. And yes. That's bright, exactly what this whole series is. It's like bright, but dark. And yep. it, it's, it's a veneer. It has a veneer of brightness and then there's yeah. a dark underbelly. And then it comes out and it goes a little metal, which I like that part. And yeah, but it, it's um yeah. It's kind of like those, it reminded me of those Saturday morning things like we've talked about before, like a hanker for a hunk of cheese, but on crack. Yes. So that Wait, was back up to a hanker of... for, for the hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yeah, dude, there was a, you'd have those Saturday morning commercials between or those little PSAs for children between cartoons. Sure. Like you can have sunshine on a stick if you freeze orange juice in, in a hanker for a hunk of cheese and like different <laughs> okay. things for kids, kind of like the G.I. Joe stuff. All right, so just yeah, little I'll, life lessons, life hacks. Okay, I'll see. I have to see if I can find that now while Becca's continuing her oh, analysis. So, so 
you see a bunch of stuff in the kitchen and there's three characters there's this tall red guy this little yellow guy who looks almost like a Bert and Ernie type of character from Sesame Street and then you have this bird guy he looks Um, like a crow yes he looks like a crow a lot of people have said he's like a bird or a duck I always saw him as a duck but crow is a better fit I think he's a corvid yeah. Uh, so, the red guy is, really looks like a fry guy yes. uh, from the McDonald Land series and also like one of the Yip Yips from Sesame yep. Street. Yeah. yeah. So they're all very like friendly puppet type of characters. It starts out very innocent. <clears throat> this notepad shows up and starts singing um, about getting creative. Now it, it's very innocent until He's, it turns. The notepad dark. has a little British Peppa Pig voice. It has. It yeah. has a little. The green is not all creative. I think I. Color. I, I think I want to play the red guy. I think the that's red the guy. He's very So. So basically, there's obviously a deeper meaning to this video uh, because it goes super dark really fast. Things start to turn and you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it gets that escalated. That was my thought. That escalated. (laughs) It begins begins like a Saturday morning. Yeah. Ways to have fun on a rainy day type of cartoon. And 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 FYI, I just shared the link with you for Hanker for a Hunk of Cheese. If we could play that. Oh, good. It's only one minute long. It's Um, on the agenda. Yep. But so, there, it oh, starts out. It's it just starts out real light, and little things start to creep in. Like the yes. notepad starts dissing the ideas of the other people. Yes, just every once in a while, like they say, uh, somebody wants to make something green. Oh no, no, no! Somebody makes a clown, a painting, and they spill. It spills the the notepad. Is like no, hold on, and it spills black ink goo all over the clown that's yeah I'm you thinking. can get creative but not too creative like yeah. hold on sir do you guys feel like yeah, this is not these three the acceptable bounds of creativity sir is is it just me or do these three characters are they us is this is symbolized between two butts all right no how does this correlate <laughs> but <laughs> um I think Tice is the one that sometimes has to pour the black ink on our ideas. <laughs> like, and be like, mm, fuck you guys. You guys. No, but, but basically <laughs> it goes deeper than that, though, because yeah. there's been a lot of analysis over this. So I was doing a little bit of research this morning. And one of the <clears> things <throat> that they're saying is this is really um, representational of how parents want to control what their children are watching, yep. want to control their creativity. Um, how society wants to control their creativity like you can be creative but not too creative like whoa you don't want to have too many crazy ideas because we want to mold you right um so it really boundaries if what was that kids need boundaries kids need boundaries so it's very much like not to not to be too political but in some states more than others they really want boundaries so but well well before (laughs) don't get me started because i'll go off on a tangent as the only woman in this group Mm -hmm. a whole mess of editing yeah yes Um, trim this down to under an hour and a half oh right yeah (laughs) we won't go uh, there (laughs) one of the um the things that they were saying is that like if when they pan and do the circle around them before they like start getting really fucking weird, you see a film set. So, right. Yeah. Go back, go back. You can see like a film set and where they're turning. And when it does the complete turnaround, you'll see, you'll be like, Oh, they're filming. And it's the eyes. It's 
it's representational. Some people say it's like Hollywood completely watching what everything's done. Yeah. In like a film setting. Um, and we, their, their eyes are always on what's going on and what they can put out in the world. And, you know, well, and also I think to your point there, Becca, like, like Hollywood, Ooh, something new and creative, let's take it and just reproduce. Yeah. Reproduce the hell out of it and keep doing that same thing over and over again. Yeah. And, and watering it down and making it not as creative and not as impactful, you know, just really beat that dead horse until the next super creative thing comes along. And then we'll make that corporate too. Yeah, like, yeah. don't get me wrong, but how many versions of, there was one, oh, I love Little Women, but how many, like, goddamn <laughs> remakes do we need of that movie? And well, I love the one that C- came out. Cinderella, like, Melissa was watching the new Cinderella yesterday. How <laughs> many was, versions cute, do we need? I'm like, I know, exactly. <laughs> it was cute, but I mean, I'm like, yeah, why are we doing this again? <laughs> I love Billy Porter, but, like, yeah. give him something else to do. Right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what was... you're saying, Becca, is this is like if you put if you put a, a, a pad of paper in front of a kid and said, here, take this crayon and take this pad of paper and you can make anything you want. And yeah. then the kid draws some kind of a, a messed up monster or something. And, right. and the mom's like, not that. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, because like Uh, I'm all about like, okay, be careful with your kids watch and stuff like that. But I feel like society is so like molding younger generation and certain adults and stuff. They're they're what they see is like because it's shaped in like a kid's show. This is very much like a kid's television show, except at the end when it gets really fucking weird. Yeah, Um, but it's it's just one of those things (laughs) where like we have to. Um, you know, it's like, I think people try to control too much of what their kids and how their kids express themselves. It's like the kids that you have a boy who wants to wear a skirt instead of pants. It's like, just let him wear, let him wear the skirt. It doesn't mean anything. You know, kids, all boys, I don't know about all boys, but there's a lot of boys that grow up and go, I really want to watch all the Disney princess films. That doesn't mean he's gay or if he is gay. Okay. But yeah, like, it just, let, he just enjoys that. Yeah. Let it, let let them express themselves however they want. Look, Maybe I, not I'm, with a, like, I'm a metal guy. Yeah. And I love Disney princesses. I know. I was just like, <laughs> what's the big deal? But yeah, I'm I knew I as like all soon, kinds of things. As soon as it started to get like really like dark, I was like, oh, here we go. That's gonna that's <laughs> yeah. gonna touch. Let's, just, let's take another look through that. Yeah, because because Tice, when he has the video now, it's like now they're adults. Is that the deal? No, they're they're like live action. Like there's people in those okay. suits. Like, yeah, yeah. They took away the up. table they were sitting at, and now they're they're taking up the whole room. The puppets are taking up the whole room. Yeah. The red guy is actually the smaller guy now, and the other guys are they're oh, all full size humans. But the 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 little yellow muppet and the the blackbird, the crow, they're all just as tall as he is, if not taller. They're dancing around. So they're not bigger because they're growing up now. They're just bigger because their creativity is too big. Yeah, that might be it. I don't know. I think I think they just wanted them to take up the whole frame. I think it's just a a an editing thing. thing. Yeah, the the music started getting weird and we started seeing like, uh, okay, so the red guy has grabbed onto what looks like a heart and he's yeah. covering mm-hmm. it in glitter. Like an actual heart, not like a fun cartoony heart, like an actual yeah. human heart. No. I think it's still, <laughs> I think it's still felt or something, but yeah. it does, it's, it's been made in, to look like an It organ. looks squishy. An yeah. <laughs> and then they take a slice of cake and the cake looks like it has really red meaty guts. Yep. 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 
and the word uh, death is being yes. made in a very crafty that's, way. That's the death metal coming crafty in there. <laughs> yep. This is when he starts like swiping his hand across the skulls and the death. and Yeah. And then that's when the notepad says, let's all agree not to think creatively anymore. It kind of reminded me of, uh, you remember in the movie Sixth Sense when uh, Cole, you know, the, the Haley Joel Osment character, he's he does the disassociative writing, I think is what they call it. And yes. he, of course, he's writing what the ghosts are telling him, but it, it's all like scary murder. Yeah, violence. yeah, yeah. You just start writing. And that's kind of what that reminded me of. When Tice was talking about, you know, putting the, the kid down with a pad of paper, I, I it reminds me, I think it, when I was in kindergarten uh, and we we got to paint something and most of the kids were painting like, like flowers and bunnies and rainbows i i painted a tornado hitting a house and i think that my my kindergarten teacher mrs harless was really concerned and my mom's like it's it's fine he just gets a kid yeah. watching things get destroyed it's fine it's <laughs> He's fine. fine that's why i'm like y'all need to that's why they have counselors that's why they have school counselors if they're really concerned they bring it up to the counselors the counselors contact the teacher or the parent i only know this because my sister is a school counselor in middle school so like yeah okay i didn't know that that's how yeah she's a she's a middle school counselor so um, wow does she listen to our podcast or she does not okay it's not so (laughs) it is not appropriate to listen or around her children okay um not safe for work either i mean no you're welcome for uh for me introducing you guys to part one this is amazing there will be five more episodes and they each deal with like different things in life. It is definitely an exit existential crisis type of video series. It's so. really, yeah, really interesting. I think they yeah. are going to think creatively again. Yes. Oh, they do. Why there um, are five more parts. And, and if you notice there's different clues in the beginning of the video. So you see something about June 19th, you see something about, um, the stock market is high and it yeah. talks about the right <laughs> something. So I think it's like, it's a nod at like the Republican side or conservative side. I'm not uh-huh. really sure. And when did you say this came out originally? This one in particular came out in 2011 because okay. it was 10, it was 10 years ago. Now, did they release each thing far apart or like weekly or? Um, I'd have to check it out. Um, okay. I think they did because the last one was in 2019. I mean, so. I'm not going to look ahead because I want to be surprised each episode. You oh, good. I'm, I'm just yeah. going to wait till you present it because I want to kind of take it as it comes and react to it. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah see, it says the right wing. Well, that's yeah, I, I noticed that yeah. to the bird with right wing and stocks flying high. And there's mm-hmm. a bird on this coin here. Yeah. Well, coin. that's what they that's what they like to focus on. Hey, stocks are great. Oh. Stock market's great. Yep. It's Economy's great. That great. means, that means mm-hmm. my money's good. Yeah. Yeah, and they so, predicted Bitcoin. Yep. Yes, I was wondering if that's what that was. Yeah, lots of good symbolism is? in here. Yeah, I, I think, so. think so. I don't know. That wasn't a thing then, but no. Oh, you're it, right. You're right. It is. It just seems ahead of its time with Dogecoin and all them. Yeah. They definitely. Uh, yeah. These two people definitely. You can tell when you first watch you, it. This coin like, will be a thing at some point. Yes. Yeah. NFC. It's. Definitely, uh, it's it's a mind fuck when you first see it, and then when you go back and go, wow, there's a lot of deeper shit in here. Well, I think too with, with the with the the bird's you know head and, and face on that coin, I think it's symbolizing that this is our 
vision of the economy or this is our our um, point of view. Yeah. Of where we think the economy is and all the and it's because of us and da da da. So yeah, that's yeah, that's, I, that's what that says to me there. You know? I think for sure. And I mean I think they they have described the bird as like the dad out of the two, even though he's like the friend yeah. in the group, but he's definitely the older one. So maybe that's why that newspaper is there and he relates to it or you know. And they they said, you know, there's so many things like with the whole, you know, they, they didn't see anything until the notepad paper put the little uh, spectacle glass eye on the monocle. It was that, like, that was yeah, good. the monocle. <laughs> they called it. They called it something else in an article I read, but yeah, it reminded it on, me of a monocle. They're like old. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he, he said, um, and all of a sudden they could all of a sudden see, and the notepad paper doesn't actually offer advice on thinking creatively. He just says, just do it. <laughs> I like how the Bert character, when, when the Bert character's uh, bigger, he, he's got, it looks like he has a romper. He's wearing a romper. Yes. And is this before, was this around the time rompers became all the rage? No, like men's rompers. No. So that's no, a, that was like last year. Okay, <laughs> maybe two years ago. It's yeah. I know time has become a blur, but that's that's pretty bad. I know. Okay. Well, twenty twenty kind of fucked with all of us in time. Yeah, time, yeah really. Space. It totally Our did. Internal clock. But no, his hair. His hair is like long too. Yeah, he's got a mullet. A bl- yeah, a, he's. It's like he's wearing a big rug. Yes. 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 <laughs> On his head. On his head. <laughs> that's that's my little little. Uh, video series part one this is thank you so much becca for sharing this this, this, there's there's a lot to unpack here and i feel like we could probably talk about this for another hour or two i can't wait to see the parts that are coming up yeah we're gonna go we're gonna be surprised we're we're gonna wait and be surprised like i've seen i've seen it's like mary worth what's gonna happen next oh (laughs) our friends will get into a lot of trouble so oh i can't wait i can't wait Yes. Cool. Well, Becca, can you give us a, that was a great, thank you. Thank you again. That's a oh, great, great segment. Great oh, start to that, that series. We all have our own series going on now. That's good. Yes. Um, so Becca, can you give us a segue? Well, do we want to look at hanker for a hunk of cheese? And then we oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Can you play that real quick? Tice? Thank you, Becca. You're welcome. That could actually be the transition. <laughs> There's your transition music, but yeah, this is from early eighties, late seventies, I think. Bye, bye, bye. ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my 10-gallon hat's a feeling five gallons flat, I got something planned, which is little cheese sandwiches. Come on! Here's a great little snack to tide you over till dinner. If you want something delicious and nutritious, cheese is a super snack. Look, a wagon wheel. When my get up and go has got up and went, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When I'm dancing, I hold down and my boots kind of slow down for any time I'm weak in the knees. I hanker for a hunk of, a slab or slice a chunk of, a snacker that is a winner and yet won't spoil my dinner. I hanker for a hunk of cheese. Yahoo! All right. <laughs> And that a guy, lot of the language in that, that was, seems like the kinds of things that they would say in a commercial for ED medication when they're trying <laughs> not to quite say the thing they're talking about. Yes. That, yes. that yeah. 10 gallon hat the going kind of flat. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, and and this guy, this character had a whole series like he had sunshine on a stick, like a frozen orange juice thing on a stick and different things. And oh these would appear God. in the 70s and 80s between cartoons, these little PSAs and kind of like schoolhouse rock and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I have to I hanker for a hunk of cheese nowadays. Oh, so do I. I mean, <laughs> and I always think of this when I want some cheese. <laughs> OK, comments, cheese. comments time. Kids today hanker for a hunk of gluten-free, free-range, soy-based piece of cardboard. Some of us can't digest gluten. <laughs> Motherfuckers. There's yeah, so much give me, Give me back <laughs> my... Get off my lawn. I'm old. You kids and your gluten! Yeah. I can't wait till we get to, to Halloween. Yo, don't come up here just like part of a costume on and try to take candy from my house. Because last year that was an epic rant that, that Becca had, but and how, Halloween well, and is now, coming. <laughs> now they're like, if kids aren't dressed up, you know, it's because they're sent. Well, you know, I don't know that. Like, way mm-hmm. to make me feel like a shitty person for not knowing. Cool. Although you can tell, okay, like time out. You can tell <laughs> when it's just a shit ass kid just coming up and saying, Candy. And I'm like, no, get out of here. And then you can tell when it's a really shy kid who comes up and he's really friendly. And that there's the difference. Don't, don't know you assholes. Anyway, give me, give me my gluten free shit. Yeah, what, what is this? What what is this anger about gluten? I don't get it. People are but, upset because they think people nowadays are so like, way like, oh, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. Well, no, because we actually can't. You did right? Those. They're not doing it to be frilly. They're not doing it to be pains in the ass. Like yeah. I, I, I'm low carb now because it's better for my weight and diabetes and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they're just back in my day, we used to drink turpentine and and shoot up iron and, you know, lick lead paint. We liked it. Drinking out of the hose. I've seen so many memes about drinking out of the garden hose. I can't tell you. Why do you think that's a flex? Right. It's true. (laughs) That's a good term, Tice. They think it's a flex. I like that term. Yeah, why is that okay? (laughs) Good for you. You know what? Kids still drink out of the garden hose. I just didn't, don't think these people know any kids. Yeah. No, I, I think they just so have too. this idea in their head of what they think kids are now. And so they think kids are going around asking for gluten-free stuff. No, kids don't even know what free range is. Right. <laughs> Anchor it's for a true. hunk of cheese. Goodness. <laughs> Memes. I don't even want to get started. Also, a lot of that shit is like cheese is not free range. Right. You either have soy or like dairy free or something else, you fuckos. Anyway, and there's so there there's no video in the world so innocuous that somebody can't use it as a forum in the comments section for complaining about whatever ills they think society has. Yes, I can, can, can you do me a favor before? Can you what? scroll back up? Yes. What? Before we move on to my thing, can you stop? Okay. See that video? I have a bad case of diarrhea, Japanese learning English. Can you click on that? Oh, I've seen this. I have not seen it. I'm just curious now. We're going to go down this road. I have seen this. We're Lala. Oh, ads. Bro, you need to get premium. No. Fuck you, man. please. Okay. Hold on. Where does it go? This is good. Ah, my stomach. Uh, uh, 
救急車を呼んでもらったからといって安心はできません。しっかりと自分の状態を相手に伝えましょう。I have a bad case of diarrhea. 私はひどい蹴りです。I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have crossして a bad case お腹をさすって of diarrhea ジェスチャーゲームの要領です感情を込めてやってみましょう I have a bad case of diarrhea 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 Do you think that Matt Scarborough would let us use that as our new theme song forever. <laughs> I think at the very like, least, guys, this is your transition music into the next segment. <laughs> yes. Next century. I feel that video so much, though. I really do. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, Becca, can you give us a real segue? I mean, that's the transition music, but. I have a bad case of diarrhea. <laughs> I love you so much. I really, I really, really do. You know, we were separated at birth, I think. So guys, uh, so my segment today is I'm going to, I'm going to say something. Did you see something? I'm going to, right. I'm going to say something really powerful and profound. And we're going to do this like a, like a Tarantino film. Okay. I'm going to go straight to the end, and then we're going to go back and see how Jay got there, okay? Uh, I think it's a good which idea. movie was that? Was that Inception? No, that, that's not Tarantino. That's uh, Nolan, yeah. Christopher Nolan. What's the backwards movie? Oh, uh, a lot of his movies are backwards, or what he does is he'll jump around, like Pulp Fiction, um, mm. Kill Bill 1 and 2. I mean, he'll... A Wait, lot have of his you films, seen he just, he any of his films? Have you seen Tarantino films? I've probably seen some of his films. Which I love his films. I'm sure, I have. They're, I not, they're not for everyone. And that's kind of the topic today, you know, because because what I want to say is, OK, fuckers, I'm not for everyone. I'm not for everyone professionally. I'm not for everyone personally. And that's OK. And fuck you. So how did we get here? Let's go back. So um, let me let me start off. Let me give a little background here. So you guys know and I, a lot of our listeners should know by now that, that I'm a lifelong diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. OK. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's been well documented. Um, yeah. And so the Cowboys uh, actually followed their their network uh, on the YouTubes. Um, so they have a documentary series called Deep Blue. And it's a, it's different series on like past coaches and players, you know, kind of like a football life, that kind of thing. So not long ago, I saw a really good documentary about when Bill Parcells was coach of the Cowboys from 2003 to 2006. To give you a little background for those of you who don't follow football. Um, so Bill Parcells is like an all-time great coach. He won a couple of Super Bowls with the New York Giants, who was a rival, a division rival of the Cowboys. He took the Patriots to a Super Bowl, and he decided he wanted to coach for the Cowboys. 
So the story at that time was you've got Bill Parcells who has a huge ego. Okay. He's a big, big ego guy as a lot of football coaches are. And you've got Jerry Jones. You guys have probably least heard of Jerry Jones. He's a, the owner of the Cowboys. He's also got a very huge ego. Okay. To the point where he's driven some of the coaches away from Dallas. So the story was, can these two huge egos coexist? And the documentary was fascinating because they actually ended up working pretty well together. He was the coach for four years. He took a team that had three straight losing seasons and had winning records in three of the four seasons. And two of those seasons, they went to the playoffs. So he got the franchise heading in the right direction again. But in the documentary, Parcells talked about going on to uh, Jerry Jones's jet, having a meeting on his jet. And I feel like one day between two butts, we'll probably have our own jet. You know, I'm sure we'll be that successful. We'll have meetings on the jet we'll, we'll do the podcast on the jet even though i'm afraid of flying plane. yeah i mean sure. the plane the plane will stay on the ground because i don't like flying um, but we'll have a jet but we'll have a jet because why not we'll have a boat you know we'll have a yacht a between two butts yacht but when they were on uh his jet you know at one point in the documentary parcels he, he's like you know I, I looked at jerry and i said listen i'm not for everyone but i think we can make this work and he's like, you, Jerry, you're not for everyone. And when I saw this the other day, um, I'd actually seen the documentary several years ago, but then I watched it again the other day because it came up on YouTube. And I'm like, it just got me thinking. I'm like, that is so simple and so powerful. And I know I've had people in my life trying, like, you know, Melissa, my wife and our creative consultant. Um, Becca, you and I have talked about this. Tice, you and I have talked about this. But just when I heard that phrase, mm. it just finally clicked. I'm like, that that is so awesome i'm not for everyone and i just started really thinking about that and really taking that to heart i'm not for everyone professionally i'm not for everyone personally Mm -hmm. and because for so many years and i think this is something i thought this would be good bringing up because this is something a lot of performers struggle with Mm -hmm. you know for years if a hundred people in a room saw me perform whether it's improv theater whatever if they said 99 say that was fantastic and the one person's like, eh, I'm going to focus on the eh. I'm going to focus on, mm-hmm. well, I wasn't really impressed. I'm going to focus on the people who, you know, are trying to like bring me down, be a hater, all that stuff. Like, I'm going to show the haters, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, that was that was my mindset. And I would really take it personally and really take it to heart. And even in my personal life, when, you know, a, a friendship wouldn't work out or something with family or something at work or something of that nature, I just would take it hard and feel like there's something wrong with me. Now, granted, none of us are perfect. There's always things. I think we have to be accountable. We have to recognize when we make mistakes and when we could do things better and all that. But I think there's something very powerful and even healthy in being able to say, I'm not for everyone. You know, I'm not for everyone as a singer. I'm not for everyone as an actor. I'm not for everyone as an improviser. This podcast is not for everyone. I mean, not long ago, uh, a, a mutual friend, I, I won't say who on the air here, uh, said something to the effect of, oh, yeah, I, I've listened to a couple of your episodes with your guests. I really like your guests, but it, it's not really my thing. And and I told them, OK, I don't know why you had to say it like that. I think you're just <laughs> I think you're someone who's just saying that because you you want to feel superior or you want to try to make me not feel as good about the work that I'm doing or whatever the case may be. But mm. I said to them, we're not for everyone and we're not trying to be for everyone. We've designed this podcast to be 
like a backstage conversation. If you want to join in, you can. If you want to listen, you can. If it's not your thing, you can move on, and that's fine. So it's a simple, simple little thing, but I think there's a lot there that mm-hmm. is very helpful. I'm not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, Russ, Jay, Becca Harney, your thoughts? Jay, oh. I mean, you, you know that person who you were talking about. You know your relationship with them and the kinds of things that they do. But, I mean, maybe they were just like, you know, I work hard trying to get people to like certain podcasts and things that I like. And sometimes I feel like I go a little bit too far trying to plug them and get people to listen to them. And it'd almost be good to hear from somebody, hey, listen, I listened. It was nice, but I don't think I'm really going to be interested in it. And maybe that's what that person was trying to do. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. And that's just one example. I, I, I just felt like it was more of a it was more of a dig because this is someone who in the past has um, always found something negative about what I'm doing. I hate to say it, but there are some people, there are some people that just want to disagree just for the sake of disagreeing. I've had conversations with people where no matter what I've done or said, they'll be like, well, I don't like that. And I'll be like, well, okay, cool. Way to shoot my, like, I respect what you like. Um, I don't necessarily like it, but I mean, like, and if people don't like our podcast, don't listen. Like, Right. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I handle it. Um, as you're far a, as... you're an acquired taste and we have a complicated flavor palette. We, we do. We really we do. do. And I'm, I'm actually very proud of that. You know? I um, I think that as far as our podcast goes, I think like just as an example, um, I, I do. There, there just for the people... record, I didn't, I wasn't trying to make this about our podcast. No, 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 no. That was just an example, but yeah, it's, no, it's more about you're like, you're like, I want to see how artists. you feel about me. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. Um, I, I, no. I get the name of that motherfucker who did that. <laughs> yeah. We will hunt you down and we will find you and kill you. I have a certain set of skills that just involve crying and then I get skills. really angry and then I punch things. I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my emotional state. When I get upset, I cry, I get angry and then I want to punch something. Right. So that's usually right. how it goes. No, no, no. I'm kidding. Yeah, love yeah, to yeah. anybody. We'll love to anybody. their heart and glitter. Yes. <laughs> We'll cut out their heart and put it in glitter. I'm just kidding. Please don't, please don't report us. Um, that's also my go-to. You've been I really glittered. Up- <laughs> yeah. I get really upset. You've I scream and I'm like, I scream and I say, please don't hurt me. Um, but I think, well, one side of it with our podcast, I have told people who I know would enjoy it. And then I know other people that I just don't even bring it up to them if they're not on like social media i'll be oh, like yeah. I, I know they're not going to listen to this there's, uh, there's certain people that i'm, I'm just not going to tag because i know it's not going to be their thing yeah. and, that, and that is totally fine again i'm also thinking about things like um because i used to really bang the drum about being a versatile performer like hey guys i'm no longer just a singer and i'm not just an actor i'm an improviser i'm a voice actor i'm a film actor i could do shakespeare i could do greek i could do contemporary i could do classical but people are going to kind of some people are just always going to have you in a box and they'll say well i see you as being really good at this for this i want to go in a different direction and again this is making me feel this is a healthier view for me now because I, I really don't mean this is is, is a fuck you. I said that at the beginning, but that was just for fun. It's more like, hey, okay, listen, I'm not for everyone in general. And and 
I'm just finding that really, really helpful. I think it's a, it's a better way to look at it. Like instead of like, well, screw them for not thinking for thinking I'm not good enough or whatever. It's like, okay, listen, I, my style, like my style of humor is not for everyone. Yeah. You know, I, um, I personally like as far, I don't know people that do like me or don't like me. Um, that's cool. Like if you want to, I mean, I have a list if you know, I know, um, if, but I always joke around and say, if people talk about me or say, I don't really like that. I don't like that. She did that. Or don't thank you for making me the center of your conversation. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize I was that important in your life. No, but, uh, but besides that, um, I, I don't know. I just, I've never really had someone come up to me and say anything like that. I don't know. I think growing up, I've, I was always part of the, I want everyone to like me. I will, I strive for everyone to like me now that I'm older. And this is probably everyone you get to a point where you're like, I don't fucking care anymore. And if you like me, cool. If not like go fuck yourself. Right. Um, And I I would say too, like, like if, if, if I'm doing something wrong, yeah, I'm doing something to hurt you. Let's talk about it. But yeah, otherwise, please. you know, I mean, because I think I think anyone and this may be too strong of a statement. Anyone who goes into performing saying they don't do it because they want to be loved. I think it's kind of lying, at least a little bit. Oh, for sure. We all want to be we all want to be loved. We don't we don't want to be performers and have people hate us. <laughs> People who do anything with the arts, like, let's be honest, we are big attention whores and we want all the attention on us and we want to be told that we did a good job or that they liked certain things that we've done. The moment, like, you get a piece of, like, what? I haven't seen the actor actor yet who, when the whole audience is applauding, is like, all right, guys, I'm just going to hang out into the dressing room until this is all over. Yeah. Yeah. Is it it me? You know what? You know what? uh, What I love is I I love the um, I want to give a shout out to a a dear theater friend of mine. And I think, you know, her too, Becca, Erin Galilee. I don't know her personally. Um, I know of her. She she actually would be great on the show. She uh, is a wonderful actor. And but one of the things that Aaron hates, and she does a great imitation of this, and I just get a kick out of it, is the person who, like, when they're coming out for the bows, they come out and they're like, they look at the audience and they look back and they look at the audience. They're like, me? Is this for me? Oh, (laughs) stop, stop. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And she does a perfect, like, imitation of that. And I, (laughs) actors like that, just is it me, Jesus? (laughs) Yeah, I can't stand people like that. Like, yeah, they're clapping for you because you did a good job, or they're just doing because they just feel bow and get the to go clap. the fuck to the side and let the next actor come out. Yeah, like <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like, come on now. Um, I just, Brian just went, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> um, but it's it's just one of those things where, like, again, we all know, like, if you don't get at least with performing, we are we crave attention. Um. Sure. And I mean, I think it becomes more than that, too. It becomes more about wanting to step into someone else's skin, someone else's shoes, wanting to. It's just we want to be creative and we don't and we don't want the black inks. We don't want someone to pour black ink on our clown painting, damn it. Exactly. (laughs) This this podcast is definitely clown painting. Yeah. Fuck that notepad that told me that's not that's too creative. Yeah. Yeah. But I, um, I, I, yeah. I agree with you though. Like, I'm sure yeah. there's some people that think the same thing where they're like, 
you know, I don't know if Becca's my cup of tea because I think when people first meet me, it depends on the group of people I'm with though. Right. Because when I'm with like my work, when I'm at work, I, um, it's a different personality, but when I'm around my theater people, it's, I'm very out there. I'm very like animated. And I think when people first meet me at auditions and they don't know me, but I'm with other people I know, they're like, like I had Rachel Parmalee when she auditioned for, I oh, shout, out, shout out to Rachel. Good. Yeah, Rachel. I don't know her well, but she's a she's a beautiful she's performer. Wonderful. Um, but when she first met me, she goes, mm. I was a little intimidated by you because you knew a lot of people in the audition room. I was like, oh, she's like, and then when I got to know you, she's like, I realized how nice and how sweet you were. And yeah. she's like, I love talking to you. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, thanks. But when I, was I, like, when I met you in Wedding Singer, I, I don't I don't mean this in a creepy way. I just thought you were cute to sell. And I just wanted that you just were cute and friendly and and fun and you had positive i just wanted to, to to pick you up and grab you but i'm like i'm just meeting her so maybe that'd be a little too much i would be like um, no touchy you dirty yeah. old man yeah I'm exactly but I'm again not, yeah but it, but i just like you just had this great energy and if um i'm not saying people have said this to me but let's say hypothetical somewhere in the multiverse oh becca's so catty and i i'm just like as opposed to theater kids who aren't catty. I know. I was like, time out. What theater kid isn't cat? What person isn't judgmental or catty? Yeah. At least in once? improv theater, all of it. I'm like, are you like, like Tice at the comedy spot? Like not, not Tice was not catty really. No, but, I, um, Tice is very, but there's cattiness everywhere. Roar baby. Bring Artemis in here. I want to see that cat. Wait a minute. Let's get into, do you remember that commercial? Let's get into that cat. Frisky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Artemis. That's a great name for a cat, Artemis. Know. So is That's this your great... you're at your mom's place, right? You're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait on this, but uh okay. I've, got, I've got a different surprise for you, not Artemis. <gasps> Somebody is else. Another, is it is it, it naughty? <laughs> no. Naughty well, he can be. Okay. Very nice. Kitties. I'm sorry. This has gone off the rails. No, no. But that was that was basically I just thought that might be something cool to discuss a little bit, because, again, sometimes you'll you you know this kind of concept in your head. But sometimes it just takes seeing like a movie or a documentary or something. Yeah. where Someone says it and you're like, wow, yes, yes, that that, you know, how, um, how, Tice, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I've seen I've seen cartoons and memes about just that exact same thing where it's some. I don't remember the exact cartoon. I could never find it if I wanted to, but there was, it was like an artist or an actor who'd just done something and there were like 30 positive responses and one downvote and they just got the downvote. Yep. Just, I know, I know, I know. Oh, I think it's a kitty. It's kitty. Kitty. Which one is that one? He's not there for it. Nope. nope, Okay, he's not. So that's, is that Artemis? No, no, that this is this is uh, Sochi. Sochi. Now, now you're at your mom's, is that right? Yes, yes. Okay. And these are her cats. Yeah, there are three okay. cats okay. here. So you have Sochi, Artemis, and who else? He hears his name too. Um, Angus. <laughs> Angus. 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 Oh, Angus. Angus. Yes, that's awesome. Kitty. Angus Steak. Angus from ACDC. Yeah. Angus Young. Rock. Rock. I think I I I could stare at videos of cats all day. I've done it. When I see a cat thing, I post <gasps> it on your page. No, oh, baby is, that, is that Sochi? That's Sochi. Oh, Look at him. It's a big kitty. Oh, he's a brick. 
Yeah. He's a big boy. He's flexing. Yeah. He's like, cool. oh. Well, I guess this is, is about time for the game, Mr. Tice? I think so. Well. I feel like we are good on time. It's and uh, Becca, can you give game. us a segue? I love cats. So, Tice, we're, I believe we're doing uh, Yay Boo, right? We are. I have okay. a question first, Tilly. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, when you saw the hankering for a hunk of cheese, <laughs> back God. to that, did that plant the seed for your being a Cowboys fan? No, I, I became a Cowboys fan probably around that time, though. It was 78. 79 when I was four or five oh, years old because we born. we were um a cowboys uh the, the team formerly known as the the indigenous peoples um yes the, the, the Washington right. football team is what they're called now they were playing and my family a lot of them were fans of Washington but um I saw the star on the helmet and just thought that was neat and decided that was my team and I I've stuck with them ever oh, since whoa, for so better or you, worse did you did you like part ways with your family like is this a I, I did against I, the grain type of thing. I was the black sheep. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Is it I, still I, like that now? It's still like that. Yeah. Because my dad that's loves a, to a, give me a hard time about the Cowboys whenever. That's he like fighting. Words. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know my football, but that is that it is was a like rivalry. It's Hatfields and McCoys, basically. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty big. But a lot of my friends are Washington fans too, so I've got a lot of Cowboys uh, friends too. But yeah, yeah. So, so yay, boo, uh, Tice, do you want to explain to our listeners who are new and, and how do you want to do, do you want to do this like round, round Robin or how do you want to do it? I think I round Robin like would, would work very nicely. Yeah. Well, to uh, see how long, Robin, how long we can go. Round Robin. Yay, boo is a improv classic, like show warm up and things like that. So you get a, a prompt, something to talk about, a discussion topic. And one person uh, is assigned to yay the topic by saying, you know, the, the upsides, the cut, the pros, the good things about that topic. And then they say, yay, after they say they're, they're pro, the good thing. And then you get your other person. They're the, the boo, the boo person. And they've got to say the cons, the, the negative things about that topic. And after they say their negative thing, then they say, boo, um, you <clears> know, <throat> I, after, now that I've described that. I'm not sure that Red Robin should work, but round Robin, sorry, Red Robin. Red, Ro- Red Robin, yum. Red Robin, yum. Um, but but also the thing that we learned uh, doing yay boo because I think we've done this on the show before. So Becca, I think you've done it before. Yeah, I've done. But that. in comedy sports in the blue show uh, back in the day, <clears throat> we um, like let's say you have pears. Like pears taste really great. Yay. Um, you know, pears can give you diarrhea. Boo. So then <laughs> the person yaying has to find a way to yay diarrhea. Right. You know. And so you, you do it based oh, on what the last like person dead, said. But, yeah. Yeah. But you could do it in a row. Like, like you can go, like I could start and then go to Becca and then go to you and just, we could just do it in a round yeah. or, or we could, that since there's an odd number of us, then the yays turn, <coughs> the, the A person turns into the boo person. Yeah. Eventually we can or try what we, it. You know, what we, we could do, what happens with it. we could do one on one. We could we could start with two people and have the other person be the judge of when. Okay, that person wins because they couldn't yay or boo something. They're the master because you yes, because <laughs> usually if you can't get the audience to yay or boo with you, you're out. That's how yes. I remember it. Yeah. So w- you're the game master. Which which would you prefer? Um. I think we ought to start simple and then grow more complicated. I think that usually works best. Okay. So I maybe one on one. 
And after we gotten good at it, it's assuming that happens. Then we graduate <laughs> up to uh, one on one on one. Three people. Okay. Okay. Let's give it a let's give it a shot. So who do you who do you want to start? Um well let's have the two of us start. So you and me okay kind of get inspired. I get to be the chooser of like you'll give us a topic and then you know you'll yay and boo with us unless you feel like eh and then we know like if I try to boo something you're like mm or if I try to yay something, you know, and then the the other person wins that kind of thing. So you could be judgy this round. Mm, let's uh, see. Tice, do you, do you want yay or boo? Oh, I'll yay. Okay, cool. You boo. Let's do anal. Anal, okay. And just All gonna, right. Just going to go over a, here now. Close, <laughs> close the bedroom door. Becca looks so proud of herself. I love it. <laughs> I'm very proud of myself because I can't wait you're to not come up a, with both. I know what the negatives Tice getting a prop? <laughs> I know what the negative. No, no, no. He's shutting the door because he's okay. got his mouth right <laughs> like, now. This doesn't involve props. We're not actually going to do anal. Okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever you guys want to do. I mean, I'm not judging. I mean, you. you know, when Becca says she's knitting, is she? I don't know. Um, you have seen my knitting needles. <laughs> now. Now. All right. Okay. So anal. Gentlemen. Right. <laughs> Anal is great because you never know what you like until you try it. Yay! 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 Anal without the right amount of prep can make you really, really, really sore. Boo! Well, being really, really sore can be a good thing because you get to uh, find out what kinds of pain ointments you like and which ones you don't. Yay! 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 But some of those pain ointments really, really stink. That stink can help give you all the personal space you need when you go to Price Club on the weekends. Yay! Yay! That's called Costco now. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But Costco is like, it's one of the portals to hell. Boo. (laughs) You know, when you go through a portal to hell, you get to see the demons just get up to all kinds of crazy things and, and, and learn about all the fun things you can really get up to and, and get some really great ideas for crazy things to do. Yay. Yay. (laughs) But when you do crazy things, it often ends up costing you a whole lot of money that you end up losing. Boo. (laughs) Yeah. Except when you get a Costco card, there's nothing but savings and, and bulk offers and, and you get to save money. Yay! 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 But if you go to Costco now, people aren't wearing masks and COVID, bruh. COVID. Boo. <laughs> How are you going to top that one? Jesus. <laughs> How am I going to yay COVID? Right. <laughs> I don't think I you can. can. You know what? I can't. Sometimes in this game, you got to take a fall. Yeah, you got to take a fall. Forever. Yeah. But that was a good round. Yeah. Um, I like how it went from anal sex to covid oh that's the name of the game but that's the that's the beauty of yay boo so so becca let's have you jump in tice do you want to jump in with her or do you want me to i think when we play this game on this show it should be called anal covid instead of yay boo (laughs) i like that or tice do you do you want since i was the winner for me to stay on or would you rather go on with becca oh well no it's uh you versus becca now okay cool but we'll definitely we'll definitely make sure to make the rounds here all right yeah so am i Uh, yaying or is becca yeah you're you're yaying because I want to okay. see Becca boo. Okay. Becca, and she likes to boo everything I do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not for what? everyone, Becca. Okay. 
I want to see you guys debate a, a, a hunk of cheese. Oh, a hunk of cheese. I was expecting oh, wow. way worse because yeah. I said anal last time. <laughs> it can involve cheese. You want to use that as your lubricant? That is up to you, but I feel like that'll get stuck in a lot of places. Ooh, boy. <laughs> really stinky, stinky cheese. Okay, so um, hunk of cheese tastes great. Yay! Yay. Oh, I don't like this because I love cheese. I know, it's hard. Um... But if you eat too much, you get constipated. Boom. But if you get constipated, you get to take uh, good tasting drugs to make you poop. Yay. Yay. But if you're like me and you take the drugs, you will throw up or get constipated. Boom. Throwing up means losing weight. Yay. Yay. But throwing up also means that you can't eat the foods that you really like, like a hunk of cheese. (laughs) Boo. But you can also eat other kinds of foods that are tasty, like like vegetables and good old-fashioned chicken. Yay! Yay! But usually, if you're getting over the flu or something where you're throwing up, you can't spice your chicken or make it really tasty or even have it greasy. Boo. Boo. <laughs> We're playing one of our games. But, but spicy chicken is fun because you can still taste it the next day sometimes. Yay! Yay! But then your butthole <laughs> burns a lot. Boo. Boo. But if your butthole burns, you get to get that, that fun ointment that makes it tingle just the right way. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, but that tingle sometimes makes your butthole hurt even more. <laughs> I can't really top that one. That's that's yeah. I can see Debecca. Did I win? You did it. You won. I did it. <laughs> Brian, did you see Brian's scary face? I no, I can't I can't see him. Oh okay. <laughs> All right, let's watching Jay. <laughs> I didn't see him. Did he come into the frame? I he didn't was see right. him. He was in the corner. He was in the upper right corner. Yeah, he was right oh, there. Oh, I totally missed. Hey! Oh, hey. Becca's. <laughs> yeah, it looked like he was grabbing your boobies and saying boobies. I know he did touch my boobs. He it's did okay. touch your boobs. Uh, your boobs touched my hand. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's do Tice. Let's do Tice and Becca. So Becca will yay. Tice will boo. I'm yay. And um, let me give you let me give you a topic. Uh, Becca's knitting. Oh. Becca's knitting. Or it could be oh, just I'm- knitting. 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 Okay, so I'm the yay. You're the yay. Yeah. Okay. Knitting is a really good thing to do because it can make the time go by if you're bored. Yay. Yay. Well, I don't know if you really thought this through, Becca, because the faster the time goes by, the closer you get to death. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Yeah, but in the meantime, think of all the things you can create. Yay! Well, I think we've seen what happens when we think creatively, Becca, and also when you wear (laughs) hand crocheted items, it usually itches, and that sucks. Boo! Boo! But sometimes you have to learn to get the right material so it won't be itchy. And then you'll be better. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yeah, but I heard you say the word learn, and that's boring. Boo! Boo! But what if it's something you really like to learn about? I don't know if that makes sense. I it's, lost. You can't yay a question. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I can't. I can't yay that. Sorry, you can't. Ask sometimes, sometimes no. you you learn about questions are a no no in improv. Sometimes you learn about things you really love. 
Yay! Uh, yes, yeah, Tice God wins. damn it, I lost. <laughs> you have to follow the rules, Becca. You can't ask questions in this You know me, I don't follow <laughs> rules. It's only declarative statements in this game. <laughs> okay. I lost. Well, do, you, do we have time for one more where we just do a round? Oh, sure. See how long we can go? Let's do a round. But how are we doing the yay boo yay? Uh, uh, you just have to you really you have to pay attention. Yeah. And remember uh, what your turn is right now. Do you want to go and in the you? normal between two butts order? Jay Becca Tice. Jay Becca Tice. Jay Becca Tice. Jay Becca Tice. But yeah, just pay yes. attention because it will switch Woo! up. All right. This chair well. goes back really far, and I did not like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. We're ready. Uh, so if Jay, Jay, Jay's got to be yay. Jay yeah. is yay because Jay is beginning. And what's the what's our topic? Topic. Oh. Uh... Brian grabbing Becca's boobs. Hey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Brian grabbing Becca's boobs is fun for him, fun for her, fun for all of us here on the podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> but sometimes it's really distracting and Becca can't pay attention to what's being talked about on the podcast episode. <laughs> Boo. Boo! When Becca doesn't pay attention, <laughs> then the topic goes off into a more entertaining direction than whatever we brought on to talk about. Yay! Yay! But when things go in the more entertaining direction, we lose track of time, and next thing you know, Tice has to edit like an hour's worth of footage. <laughs> boo. Boo. boo! But that means Tice has a chance to work on his editing, editing skills even more. And that's Yay. making a better episode. Yay! Yay! Uh, and when Tice works more on his editing, then he becomes more sedentary and unhealthy. Boo. Boo. But when Tice gets sedentary and unhealthy, he gets uh, he gets inspired to get to flex and get jacked up again and be super strong and fit. Yeah. Yay! But then sometimes he I oh, fuck. Okay. Sometimes he fucks. What? Yeah, well, I'm sure sometimes he fucks, but sometimes. like sometimes he doesn't want to, and sometimes he just wants to eat delicious food, which then makes him sedentary again. Boo! I don't know. I think I lost. I think so. Yeah, because I- <laughs> you can't beat that one, Tilly. That's one of those ones where I'm not sure if you meant a boo or a yay. I know. <laughs> I was like, he's sitting around and eating food sounds wonderful. You have to follow yeah. the rules, Becca. Well, I lost, so fuck you guys. <laughs> this get, yay boo's not right. for everyone, right? It's not. <laughs> it's not everybody's cup of tea. Although Becca does a good job, I have to say. She oh, thank did you. It before she did it again. Well, is it about time to, to wrap up, Mr. Producer? Yeah, I think I oh. think it's time okay. for you to do your closing spiel, Be- Mr. Let's, let's, do, let's do closing thoughts. Let's start with uh with Becca Harney, who is uh, um, not, not everyone's cup of tea, but I am not her. everyone's cup of tea, but I'm enough. Love. I'm enough people's cup of tea. So yes, my closing are. thoughts are 
be kind, be safe. There's still a fucking pandemic going on. So please wear your goddamn mask, even if you're vaccinated like the rest of us. Um, and then to wrap it up, I am seeing a group of wonderful people, um, at least the people I know in the cast of Midsummer Night's Dream this afternoon. So shout out to them. Um, do, you, do you remember Ralph Hing? Because I remember uh, Abby DeRozier's yeah, Catherine, Catherine Vasilio. Jared Dent. Okay, Jared. And Jasmine Michelle. They're, those are the yeah. four that I know that are in it. So I'm Great. very excited. Shout to out to them. 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 Break a leg. I mean, yeah. by the time this episode comes out, they'll be done. But I mean, still. Oh, and I got a new job. It's official. So Woo! Yay! Inside in the adult film industry, or nope, it's in okay. the courthouse. So. so you're still just looking to do that on the side. No, not the adult that. stuff. Because I keep looking on the YouTubes for your work, but I can't oh, find boy. it. <laughs> Sorry. Don't you don't okay, you don't tell people, Jay. Okay. This so also you, like for the record, you your bra- browser history. You don't want people to know your browser. Yeah. History. Should I search you for share that? For for the record, I do not do porn for anyone <laughs> listening. That's my closing thought. Well, maybe you're just one of the characters that's like one of the supporting characters, like you're the supportive best friend. Oh, I'm you hooked fluffer. up with these five people. <laughs> now that's a technical position, but you, I mean, you could be. I could be, you but could I'm be. not. I'm not. Oh my God, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do that for my closing thought. Then we'll let Tice do his closing thought and then I'll take us out. Um, okay. Being a fluffer is a very important job. And it's a job that should be revered and respected. That's all I'm going to yes, say. That's that's my absolutely. closing thought. Yeah, sex sex work is work. Yes, it is work. It is. Um, my closing thought: If you listen to our recent episode of the Mary Worth uh, dramatic reading, yeah. they have moved on to a new storyline now, Ooh. and it's about Mary's always pathetic, always the cause of his own problems neighbor Wilbur. Who's currently fighting with his girlfriend because he doesn't want to share space in her heart with her cat. And so he's going to hate her cat. And that's the dramatic storyline, which I know will one day become a dramatic reading on this podcast. Oh, God, I hope so. Let's about four months when the storyline finally wraps up. Does the cat have lines and can Becca play the cat? The cat says yowl and meow. Okay, that's Becca's part. That's Becca's part. That's my part. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm the cat. Oh, I'm really honored, you guys. But we're way ahead of time, and I think we could maybe yay boo Becca's new job. Okay. I want to say real quick, uh, I want to do a dramatic reading of JL8 in the near future. Oh, yeah. Okay. Justice League as kids. <clears throat> Great comic strip. All right, so we're going to do this real quick. Let's do it real quick. Yeah, because you're you're starting to add on time. So Becca's new job. And what's your new job, Becca? I am working at the front desk in uh, judges' chambers in circuit court. Cool. Okay. Okay. So circuit court receptionist job. Is that fair? Yeah. Working the 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 front desk. Front desk. Okay. Uh, You know, working at the front desk is great (laughs) because you get get to greet everybody with a smile. Yay! Yay! But what if it's early in the morning and uh, you haven't had your coffee yet and you're grouchy? That could be... But even though you're grouchy, it'll let you, uh, it'll lend you for practice (laughs) on on good improv skills and acting skills to be nice to the public. Yay! Yay. And when you practice your improv skills, then you got to try to plug your shows to people who'll start not liking you and avoiding you. Boo. Boo. 
But getting people to listen to your podcast is getting people to it's the new getting people to watch your new plays. Yay! Yay. <laughs> but sometimes you still don't get those people to listen to your shows, no matter how often you plug them. And that's sad. <laughs> Boo. Boo. But when nobody ever listens to your podcast, you never have to apologize for anything you said. Yay! Yay! I think that's one to end on. I, that's I can't a really end on right there. <laughs> yeah, nobody time. listens. Then, yeah. Well, speaking of listening, I, I do want to thank our listeners nationwide and around the globe. Um, as of this recording, we burst past 1,500 downloads. Like all of a sudden, we were creeping up on 1,500, but then we had some folks download a lot of our episodes, including yeah. the most recent ones. So now we're starting to close in on 1600 downloads. So thanks so much for everyone. We've had downloads yes. in, in uh, 44 of the 50 States. We've had downloads on every major continent except Africa. So we're still hoping, uh, we're still hoping for some downloads from Connecticut. Where are you? Uh, Connecticut, Kentucky, North of South Dakota, Rhode Island, and Wyoming. And we want some downloads from Africa. So Let's get that going. Uh, be sure to tell your friends, family, and colleagues about us, and most importantly, your enemies, because listening to us is a form of torture. You can find us on Facebook, Between Two Butts with the number two, Twitter, Between Two Butts with the two spelled out. Once again, I've been Jay Tilly. With me, as always, Becca Harney and Mr. Tice Rust. And if you're really daring, Tise Rust. All right, back at you, Snagglepuss. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Tice, did you have something else to say before we go out? What? Me? No. I thought you did. Okay. No. Well, we'll see you next time, kids. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. This is where I usually play the music. I was going to say, this is <laughs> where you normally... Just... Playing the music is great because you, you get to close the show and go eat. Yay. Say it's time to set eat. up the music. Oh, sorry. I didn't, right. I didn't prompt you. I thought you, Your fault. you had it in hand. nice but yeah. now we're gonna move on <laughs> but now i must bid you a fucking do mm-hmm.